Jason, today's episode of the Lee Summit Town Hall podcast is brought to you by Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. Budget Blinds! Are they not our good friends anymore? You've changed the intro. Holy moly. Four years of this. They are still our good friends. They are our good friends. Hey, did you know, though, our really good friends, that makes up for it, right? Uh Our really good friends are your home for Signature Series Shades. All hail our robot shade overlords. Jason, it's the place to go when you're ready for home decor. You're ready to add those smart shades. They're good looking. They do all the stuff that you want to do. Safety, security, savings. What else do you want? There's nothing that you want for your home. Oh, I forgot one of the guests. Service. Oh. Because wow. they are our good friends at Budget Barnes and they are excellent human beings. We we look forward to the uh, reopening of the world because we know as that happens that the good people at Budget Blinds will be taking care of the community, raising some money for local causes, doing the good stuff as they always have, but we've as once again covid ruins everything. They're still there. They're still there. They're, they're still, still they're still serving the community. They're great people and if you're ready to make your home a smart home, go see our friends, our really good friends at Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. Tell them Jason Nick sent you. Hello again, and welcome to Lee Summit Town Hall, a weekly podcast about what you can do to make a difference. I'm Jason Norbury, and as always, I am joined by a man who is jealous that he was not the rainbow unicorn. It is Nick Parker, the publisher of Link to Lee Summit. Nobody, that's our inside joke, and we're not telling you what that joke is yet. But the time is coming. I like rainbows. I know. Wait, nobody believes that. No. Nobody believes that. You might like rainbows. You just probably like the rain that comes before them more. (laughs) Give me the storm. Give me the cool, stormy day on my porch, and he's a happy camper. Link to Lee Summit is the source for all the news you need about our very fine city, and our unofficial sponsor today is Tacos. And I'm not just saying that because I didn't have anything else to put there, although that may also be true, but Monday was National Taco Day, and I celebrated appropriately. I just have one question. Yes. Why was National Taco Day not on a Tuesday? I don't know. I think that clearly there's some cultural issues that we like there's a, a, a disconnect cultural disconnect between the people who i'm gonna blame facebook culture. or maybe they just made it you know october whatever fourth yeah i'm still blaming facebook okay that's fine they were it's down. zuckerberg's fault it's Zuckerberg's, actually it right was the poor decision is what moved national taco day from tuesday to monday and then that caused facebook to crash yeah. So Zuckerberg, clearly, I'm coming for you. Clearly, we, we we know what that is. All right, so we we're not we're we are dispensing with the what's going on around the conference because our our interview guests are. Well, we're special. not dispensing. No, no, no. I'm saying with our usual useless banter about what's happening in the community because we have I think we can say this an expert on what's going on in the next ten to twelve days here in our very fine city. Welcome to the show, Glenda. Well, hi, Jason. Nick, thanks for having me. It's Glenda Masters, the cultural arts manager for the city of Lee Summit. You know, you need a better title. Can we can we lobby to City Hall? You need a better title. I, think you, I don't you, know that that's commanding enough. <laughs> well, what are you thinking? What are you, give me some uh, ideas here. Second assistant city manager for cultural arts improvement. I just longer. Yes. That sounds, <laughs> that that sounds, sounds very city-ish. <laughs> yeah. That's a we need we need it's a like a little long to put on a business card. That's okay because you just keep tacking on the titles in lieu of pay. So we're I'm not lobbying for you to get a raise. You're getting a promotion. <laughs> You're getting a longer title. You're getting oh, a promotion, that's... which just means one more word on your title. But yet, oh, so here we are. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, we're here. <laughs> You're here for a very specific reason. Mm-hmm. Be 
beginning Friday is the start of the, you know, we get to use this word now, second annual. Second annual. Arts Week in Lee Summit. That's yeah. right. So, so for those of us or them, y'all out there in the world who don't know exactly what that is, why don't you just tell us what is Lee Summit Arts Week? Yeah. So Lee Summit Arts Week, really, it, it's kind of <laughs> almost exactly what it is. It is a week of arts in Lee Summit. Except for it's not a week. It, well, yes, you're right. It's we 10 days. <laughs> it's a week in a very expansive yeah. sense. So she's yes. she's already lying to us. No, no, no. <laughs> she's, she's, I, she's calling it a week, but we get more. So it's like we get bonus art. So bonus it's art. 10 okay. days. So that it's we can 10 cover. days. She's, yeah. It's so much art, we had to have 10 days of it. Exactly. That's exactly why. See, Jason gets it. Ten days of I'm, art. I'm bucking for the I'm, I'm bucking for the assistant uh, manager. The of, assistant to the second assistant. Yeah, the assi- the third assistant city manager in charge of cultural arts. That's what I want. Uh, so yes, it's it's ten days. That way we cover both weekends uh, to get some activities. And really, it's just a week long. Or actually, now I have to say ten days since you called me out on that. <laughs> ten day celebration of of arts and cultural activities here within the city. And um, we just have multiple arts organizations that you know typically have a lot going on during this time of year. October tends to be a really busy month for us culturally within the city. And so it seemed to make a lot of sense to just really celebrate that time and to really kind of call it into action and to say, hey, we know that there's a lot going on, so let's celebrate it and let's call it Arts Week. I like it. I like it. And I think I, since you have been, been in your position and you, you come from, from that weird state to the west, um, it's pretty, but there's a lot of weirdness there. You've you've finally you're the one person in town that's really focusing on on art stuff and collect. Your job is to grab the megaphone and tell people all of these things that are that are going on, as well as doing some other programming. But we haven't had this before. I think there are a lot of people in town now, over a hundred hundred thousand people finally officially, that don't know that don't know all of these things going on. Were there things you were surprised to learn was happening in Lee Summit? I think so. I think I know that we have, even when I came to Lee Summit about three and a half years ago. That was um, in the before times. The, the, the before <laughs> times, yes. <laughs> um, I knew that there was quite a bit going on, but it, I think what's been really interesting is even, uh, what do you call post-COVID, the after times? The, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know yet. We don't, know, we we don't really know what it's we called. We haven't hit post yet. Right, yeah, exactly. We're still in COVID at the moment. Yes, so. but even, um, you know, kind of knowing that last year was kind of quote unquote the lost year for arts and culture activity. Um, it's been really great to see 2021 to see all those arts programming and those experiences begin to kind of reemerge um, to the point where I think last year when we did arts week for the very first time, I think we had maybe just 10 individual activities altogether. Um, and then this year for arts week, we have over 12 different organizations providing different types of programming. So I don't even know the, the actual number of individual arts and cultural events that are taking place um, between October 8th and 17th. Um, but I do know that we have at least, you know, at least a dozen organizations kind of doing um, something during that time. Right. We've touched on, uh, I think, several of these in our, in our regular news and notes. The Haunted Historic Spaces Tour will be uh, the 16th, I believe, is the, the date for that. There are um, some tickets still available. There are some tickets still available. There are some other things going on. Yeah, I, I was interested. So there's a lot of these that are put on by some of our, our city organizations, but we do have a little bit brought in from the outside. 
um, or you know, or at least on the edge or the outside of Lee Summit. So why don't we let's let's talk about some of those, some of the some of those. Uh, you know, if we were if they came in front of City Council, we would tell them they haven't been here long enough to uh, to get what they want. But some of these outside organizations who are participating in our Arts Week. Yeah, I think one of the the really fun ones that I want to make sure that I touch on is with the Lyric Opera of Kansas City. Um, last year during COVID, they started their Soundscapes in the City program, and that was really an opportunity for their resident artists to get out into the community and do outdoor performances and performances that were fairly short between 45 minutes to an hour long. Um, that was a really popular program for them. And so as they were beginning to bring that programming back this fall, they actually reached out to us and said, hey, we would love to do something in Lee Summit during October. Um, and I said that have, was have perfect. Have we got the week for you? Exactly. <laughs> I was like, that's perfect timing. I have a great week for you to do that. And it worked out for them. It worked out for us. And so um, we're really excited to be able to have um, the Lyric Opera of Kansas City to be able to come out, um, let's see, next Wednesday, I think, um, the 13th over at City Hall Plaza. And that'll be at 6 o'clock. So it's a great outdoor event. Bring your blankets and chairs and snacks and come and enjoy some, some opera music and show tunes. That'll be awesome. Mm -hmm. What else? What else do we have uh, from from the, some of those outside groups? I know. I know. Like uh, Missouri Town. I think. I think a lot of people that kind of gets missed because it's it's just just outside of Lee Summit boundaries. But it's also it's a smaller outdoor venue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Missouri Town, um, eighteen fifty five. You're right. They're kind of like right on that border of of Lee Summit, um, but they have done something really neat. So again, since kind of COVID um, has kind of come into to play, they have started to do um, drive-through Tuesday tours. So it, this isn't just um, specific to Arts Week. It is something that they do every Tuesday. But, um, yeah, that's one of those things. You go to the park on a Tuesday, and you get to drive through and to experience um, basically their interpretive uh, buildings and exhibits from your car. I know there is a um, – there's an, kind of an, an annual celebration. You work very closely with the Lee Summit Arts Council – they try to do an annual celebration to 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 just really acknowledge all of the things going on. Is is, is that planning on coming back this year as part of that? We're kind of um, modifying it a little bit still with um, with COVID. We weren't quite, or the Arts Council wasn't quite comfortable taking that event back inside. And so the kind of the alternative that we're doing this fall is that we're also making that an outdoor event. And so we're working with some members from the, uh, the Lee Summit Jazz Orchestra. And so they're going to have a small ensemble. And just like we did with the, the Lyric Opera of Kansas City, we're going to do a concert on the plaza. Um, and that is going to be October 16th. Um, and I believe at 4 o'clock, I think. Um, Ooh, and so again, you do Hada Tours and a concert all in one night? Yeah. See? Yeah, Like your programming is taken care of right there. Date night is exactly. set. Exactly. Yep. Date night is set date for night October 16th. Come and get Except a Except for my date will yeah. be out of town. <laughs> my date will be performing <laughs> in the Hada <laughs> Tours. So, yeah. Yeah. We'll hey, Jason yeah. Nick date. Yeah. yeah. It is going to be great. I mean, you know, come for a jazz concert. Go grab some dinner. Go take a haunted tour. Make an afternoon of it or an evening. That sounds fantastic. Well, what are you – because you – you are a consumer of the arts. You are an artist. What are you excited about? What What are things you want to attend? I am just so excited that there is something to do. <laughs> um, I know that last year's <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> I know that last year so many of our organizations about this time were were just struggling to do something. You know, all of the performances and all of the events and activities had been canceled, um, and so I could kind of tell that they were getting worried about what do we what do we do what do we do next. And so for this year to be able to see just a really long list of different types of 
organizations and artists coming out to, to do something um, was really exciting to me. I think most excited, I am looking forward to um, probably going to the Kansas, not Kansas, sorry, the Lee Summit Symphony um, performance. And um, I'm going to try and hit up Summit Theater Group, too, with their Silent Sky production as well. And the, and the symphony. Mm-hmm. Rat Pack theme. Yeah, I'm really excited Exciting. about that. Actually. Yeah, that's 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 kind of fun. It hits a, a, the increasingly us being increasingly older. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> although I will say, it was our parents who listened to that music, not not us. And and but it it fell filtered through to us as a whole. So I don't know that it's making it to the next generation. <laughs> we shall see. It's not a video game. They're not going to listen to it. I think that's the way I figured it out. How can people uh, see the list, see the, all of the different options they have? Yeah, so we are um, using the explorels.com community calendar. And so all of the Arts Week activities are going to be listed on that, um, that website. So it's just explorels.com. And that has kind of the master list, I would say, of all the different activities that are happening. And then from there, you can link to the individual events, which are going to be the, the organization's websites and their ticketing sites and things like that. So we've kind of used our platform, which is, again, that, that Explore LS community calendar, and kind of made that the central hub. And then from there, you can kind of connect to all the different activities that are going on. Awesome. Now, there are a couple of things here that are sort of ongoing things. We have the um, one of the things, and I think we haven't talked about this in a while, Nick. Maybe it's since you stepped off of the uh, the Arts Council that we haven't really did, talked about this as much. Uh, I got, I got the, tired of hanging out with Linda. I know it's all right. She's you're you're a tough person to get along with, Nick. I promise. Um, so. As a whole, the, the sculpture walk. Now, it, these are not the same sculptures that were, you know, a year and change ago when the first ones were installed. These are a different set. So talk a little bit about that, how that's ongoing. Yeah, so that it, you're, yes, that is one of the things that we have that is ongoing throughout the whole entire year. And um, I think that's a really great program. So you're right. The concept is that every single year the sculptures will rotate out, and that will typically happen in the springtime. Um, but it's a really great way to bring in artwork from artists who are from outside of Lee Summit or even outside of the Kansas City area. Um, and the fact that it's a rotating program just means that it's just something nice and new and different to see um, every single year. And so during Art Week, it's a great time to get out and go and take a look at the different sculptures, learn about them. Um, we actually have an app that people can download to, uh, to learn about the sculptures um, as they're kind of walking through downtown. Um, and that app is called Otocast. And they can just go to any, their smartphone and just download that, and it kind of clicks them right into. Spell that real quick for everybody. Yeah, O-T-O-C-A-S-T, Otocast. And it's, a, it's basically a platform that a lot of different cities and arts councils will use to kind of help create like a mobile guide for their sculptural programs or their you know, walking tours and things like that. I know that, that the, the sculpture walk was something we we worked on, and, and I'll say we since I was on the mm-hmm. on the arts council. Look at Nick trying to take all the credit. Well, yeah. I mean, look, all credit goes to Linda. Really, <laughs> let's say it quiet because you know, yeah, it's off brand. It was something that we we worked on for for a long time, and and we were like all excited about. It, but I think at least I was pretty surprised at the response. Like, I think people really, really, really enjoyed it, and then the growth of like the number of sculptures that we expanded to after just one year. There's a lot of yeah. sculptures there in downtown, and I think we're finding we can do more elsewhere. We can. Yeah, that is what's been really great about um, this program and getting it started, because you're right. Last year was our first year, 
And surprisingly, we actually launched it during COVID. So right. during all the lockdown and the quarantine, late. we were actually- It was a little late, but we got it. Just by a little bit. Yeah, we had to wait for all those travel restrictions to lift off so that artists right. could actually come into town and, and install their artwork. Uh, yeah, so last year we started with six and it, we had a really great response. People, the community was loving it. And this year we were um, looking to bring in 10. So now we have 10 sculptures this year. And again, we'll have them until I think about May is usually when we, I think we'll try and tip, uh, switch them out. And the cool thing too about, well, there's a couple of cool things uh, to add on to that is, is one, it's not all local artists. There are local, there are regional, and there are artists from all over the country. So we're bringing art in too, mm-hmm. not just showcasing the cool stuff we, you know, people we have here in, in our area, but we're showcasing, we're bringing art in to showcase that as well. And then there is a process and a plan in place to try and keep one, to purchase one for the community every year. The Raptor was the fan favorite last year, and that was that was purchased and now has an awesome home in front of City Hall. It, it's very Jurassic Parkish. I, feel I like, love I it. I feel like it should be aimed in a more threatening matter at the City Council. But Yeah, can we rotate? Raptor? Like, if you don't behave yourselves, you continue to do a good, don't continue to do a good job, we're going to sick the dinosaur. <laughs> you know, I might have to put in a work order for that. I think All right. I'm gonna... <laughs> All right. We're setting policy. Or we right could even, like, if we can just get it, like, somehow a, a, you know, that you can manipulate it. So, like, it in times of council out. distress, it rotates toward <laughs> the council chambers. You and I need that remote control, though. <laughs> just sit there. Is there a... It's like the DEF CON setting, right? Right. Yeah, it, exactly. <laughs> it just moves in times of distress. Um, I and love... I know that the plan is, is to keep that going so that there will be there will be a chance for, for the public to kind of add their voices to some of their favorites. And, and the city will try and purchase one again. Yeah. And put it somewhere in the community. Absolutely, yes. And so as part of the Sculpture Walk program, we actually have a way that people can vote for their favorite sculpture. And that's actually what helped us decide to um, to pick the Raptor as part of our permanent collection with the city. And so a couple of different ways that people can vote for their favorite. They could use that AutoCast app. You can actually vote directly from the app, whichever one you'd like the, bo- uh, the, the most. Um, or you can go to the, um, the cultural arts website, which is just lsculturalarts.net, and it will direct you to how you can go and vote over there. Awesome. Very cool. All right, so there's one more here that I don't, I, I don't know what it means. Oh, yes. The Howard Park Sketch Out. Yeah, I'm going to see if I can pronounce this correctly as well. So it's, I think it's Font Atelier. Of fine art. I, like the, you like are, my you're literally saying I that in a room where two people be like, I don't know. That's <laughs> fancy. Sure. I don't understand them fancy correct French words. Yeah. yeah, that sounds exactly Fons correct. Atelier. So that is, um, so Cody Wheelock is the owner of Font Atelier. See, I feel very prestigious every time I say that. So I have to kind of like use some hand That's <laughs> fine. It's a good, it. it's really good for a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and so uh, Cody is doing a what's called a sketch out. So really all that is is that if you are a sketch artist or you want to just take an afternoon to, to do some sketching, he's going to meet over at Howard Station Park, which is just here in downtown Lee Summit. And um, I think that's at 11 a.m. And the, the, the detailed information about that event is going to be on that ExploreLS.com uh, website. Um, but yeah, he's just a local artist that wants to try and just create an opportunity for people to get out and do some afternoon sketching over at the park. That sounds appealing to me if if he will do it in the um, – my, my son introduced me to this a long time ago on YouTube, the Art Hub, where a guy teaches you one line at a time <laughs> to Ooh. draw whatever. So if he does that, then I, I, I could participate. 
But same here. I usually just watch. Yeah, but sitting down and drawing what I see does not work for me. Yeah, and no. Cody's artwork is amazing, and he's also an art teacher in the area too. And um, Font Atelier is actually the name of his studio, but I've seen his stuff, and it's amazing. It is. It is fantastic. Well, you have been here three and a half years now. Yeah. You said, "What's it? What's it been like for you to try to really, you know, to work up kind of energy?" about the arts here and I mean not just to promote but like I mean you're doing so much you're, you're adding some programming you're you're kind of getting people to talk together and work together you're you've created this arts week which is which is a great way to just say hey look here are all the things mm-hmm. let me shine a spotlight on all of them what how, how has that how has that been to come in to to a community like this and really just work that up are, do, you, do you feel like it's working I do I really do I think what I am even from the beginning, I think I've always known that regionally, um, people have known that there's something going on in Lee Summit, there's something happening, but we just didn't really talk about it enough. And so it's really interesting to me when I kind of go outside of Lee Summit and I hear people say, oh, like what you guys are doing down there is really awesome, which to me says that the word is starting to really get out. And I think just with organizations like the Lyric Opera of Kansas City, and then even when the KC Symphony came out last year and did some of their mobile music boxes and things like that, we're starting to get a lot of organizations wanting to come into Lee Summit to say, hey, we would like to perform here too because we know that there's just a lot of activity happening and we want to be a part of that. Um, and then for me, it's also been really exciting to just talk about our different arts organizations and to talk about the impact that they have um, and kind of the the influence or just kind of the effect that they have on the local community, both just in terms of quality of life, but also economic development as well. Um, I think that's something that often isn't talked about enough is the economic impact of having all of these different arts organizations within our community. And so it's been really kind of fun to kind of play kind of the, not really supposed to do the advocacy role, but kind of more of the informing and the education role. So that's been really, been really fun. Tell us a little bit about that economic effect, because I, I think you're right. I think a lot of people don't understand the, the role that, that the arts play. Yeah. Um, let's see. So I think in 2019, I worked um, with uh, Americans for the Arts to do an economic impact study here um, to really look at that, again, that, ac- that economic impact of just our nonprofit arts organizations in Lee Summit. And what we found is that uh, our nonprofit arts organizations have over a $4 million economic impact within Lee Summit. Just our nonprofit arts organizations, and that's a huge impact. Now, what was really interesting is that, so COVID started in, you know, March of 2020, and I got Oh, really? The, I hadn't heard about that. I know. <laughs> this, what, there was what, this thing that's been going on. What is this COVID on. thing? COVID. <laughs> I don't know. Right. So, yeah. So, we had that going on in March of last year, 2020. I get the final report in April of 2020. So by the time I get the results of the report, I kind of sit there and go, okay, well, these numbers are now zero. So if you think about it that way, in the fact that, you know, at the beginning of 2020, our arts organizations were kind of having this, you know, $4 million, I think $4.6 million impact within the community. And then overnight, with when COVID hit, that all went away. So we went from $4.6 million to zero overnight. And so I think that a lot of folks within our community just don't quite understand that it's really important to have arts organizations and cultural organizations and humanities organizations in your community because it may not appear as if those organizations are 
strong and sustainable and successful, but you have to think about the residual economic impact that they have you know, when people go out to dinner or when they buy gas or go buy a hotel room and things like that. So it really does all add up. And so that's the part I really like to geek out on is the number side of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. Honestly, with our, you know, given we have to, who we have, you know, the, the people to whom we have to answer in terms of mm-hmm. like city councils and other organizations of that nature, it's like having those numbers is something that really does yeah. make a I a find that difference. to be like the really fun part about my job because I had someone... I'm not sure this is the thing you should really be admitting out loud. <laughs> <laughs> but I do. I really enjoy it. I like the creative side of it too, but I also like the analytical kind of data entry, data evaluation side of it too because mm-hmm. I think it helps kind of translate the arts community with say the business community for example or um and it just kind of helps the the two different entities begin to kind of understand each other a little bit more all right so we are nothing at this podcast if not people who will when necessary ask difficult questions Uh-oh. we've we've seen we are here and this is a non-visual medium so I, I apologize to everyone on the podcast for this but in the office right now is some forbidden symbology in the kansas city major region on Glenda's water tumbler, insulated water tumbler, is a horse head, and and the word underneath it is Broncos. So, oh. and it is not for a local high school. It is not for the local. It's not a Lee Summit but North. The, the logo is really similar. Yeah, but it's but it's not for them. <laughs> the, the colors are wrong. It's for the orange and blue <laughs> demons in in Denver, and we we I just want to. How do you how do you live with yourself? <laughs> I live very comfortably. Thank you very All right. much. Well, I would say, it has the has the last several years of, and I think we can say this, and probably the first time really in my functional lifetime, the last few years of really significant chief supremacy <laughs> in this particular rivalry. How has that felt for you? As we've oh, gone through this? we're doing okay. So I probably I don't think everyone might know exactly where I come, where I come from. So I should probably clarify. So before I came to Lee Summit, I lived in the Denver area for about 12 years. And before that, I grew up on the East Coast in Virginia. So there's a reason why I have a Denver Broncos cup sitting in front of me right now. It's her natural Virginia <laughs> upbringing. Because she can't cheer for the Washington football team. <laughs> so she's going to cheer for uh, she's going to cheer for the Broncos. So I'm just saying, like, like, we think you're doing a great job. And this is a really cool event. And I want to celebrate that. But we also have to leaven it with a little training, so we have to let people know your core flaw. <laughs> well, there, as we go there are there are there We're are not all perfect. <laughs> there are two ways that she could soothe the pain mm-hmm. that she is causing the rest of us. One, she could reference that at least their current quarterback is a Lee Summit native. That's true. True. Two, she can answer this question correctly. All right. Oh yes, okay. that's an important question. I sure hope so. I'm going to put a plate in front of you. Oh. Two plates, actually. Mm-hmm. One with burgers, one with tacos. Oh. Which one are you picking? Oh, tacos. Okay. There's, there <laughs> we <All right>. go. <laughs> so you can stay. Uh, there we go. You can stay. Hey, one, one last very important thing, though, Glenda. Hey, if people want to stay connected about what's going on in the arts, how can they do that? Probably the easiest way to do that is to follow the Lee Summit Arts Council on Facebook or Instagram. Um, it's really easy to find. Just kind of look for Lee Summit Arts Council or um, we're at LS Arts Council. Um, and then the other thing you can do, too, is you can just follow the Lee Summit um, Cultural Arts Division webpage, which is just LS Cultural Arts. And in the case of global outages for Facebook and Instagram, <laughs> there's also a newsletter. How can they sign up for that? Yes. So probably the best way to do that, too, is to go to the City of Lee Summit um, homepage, so cityoflisummit.net, and then look for the way that you can um, sign up for newsletters, and that'll get you connected to the Arts Council newsletter. There you go. Awesome. Glenda, 
Thank you. You're welcome. For coming by and, and, and enlightening us and giving us this very, very broad look at all the cool art stuff going on. Not only just this, like, in this next week, 10 days, but uh, but also just in general here yeah. in Lisa. Thanks so much. And while I don't speak for the entire community, we forgive you your fandom. <laughs> and that will wrap us up for this week. We'll talk to everybody next time. Bye.